3: future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com Past
2: performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision
4: it's monday happy monday every why did i say happy monday nobody likes monday anyways i got a big show for you guys okay as always so uh i saw something over the weekend i want to talk about in detail and that is the fact that apparently GOP establishment donors are considering backing off of DeSantis for 2024. And um, I actually happen to think otherwise. Now, we'll get into that later in the show. But we're also going to talk about another major chemical spill that occurred over the weekend, this time affecting the Democrat stronghold in Philadelphia. So I guess they're killing everybody now. And also, um, the DA grand jury investigation which was postponed last week. Uh, They canceled Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's finally reconvened today. And we have a shocking plot twist where Andrew Cuomo has come under heavy fire for taking shots at both Alvin Bragg's investigation and the DA grand jury in Georgia. So we're going to talk about all this. But first, make sure to smash that Rumble button and check out MyPillow.com. When you go to mypillow.com and enter promo code nick you can save a ton of money on all of the greatest sleep products on the market especially these all season slippers ladies and gentlemen I bought my wife a pair of these and she absolutely loves them and these are not just like house slippers you can wear them everywhere you can wear them to the store you can wear them to you know the moon it doesn't matter you can wear them everywhere and they're extremely comfortable it's like walking on a freaking cloud okay so Go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code Nick, and you can get these slippers for just $25 when you use promo code Nick. All right, so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about the first story, which is the fact that the New York grand jury has reconvened today. Now, nobody really knows what's going to happen here. Trump says that this district attorney's uh, investigation is dead that Bragg is going to drop the case and he's not going to be indicted, whereas other sources are still saying that despite the fact that the entire case has fallen apart over the past week, there's still a pretty good chance that they're going to indict Trump. And personally, I still think that they're stupid enough to indict a former president on some bogus charges. And the reason is simple, because they were stupid enough (laughs) to pursue this case in the first place. Okay, and if they're that stupid then they're obviously stupid enough to indict him. And I don't think anything that's happened in the last week is going to change that. You know, they didn't just spend the last year trying to take a a misdemeanor, which is well beyond the statute of limitations, and and jack that up to a felony, uh, despite the fact that federal prosecutors refused to to go after this, the FEC dropped it, you know, Stormy Daniels said in 2018 she didn't have an affair with Trump, despite all that, They still decided to resurrect this. So if you don't think they're stupid enough to issue an indictment, then I I don't know what to tell you. Of course they are. Of course they are. This whole thing with Trump saying that the case is dead uh, and that Bragg's is going to drop it, I think is based on the fact that it was revealed they withheld exculpatory evidence that was provided by uh, Trump's legal team's witness, Bob Costello, the former attorney for Michael Cohen. You know, he came out and said that I provided over 300 emails to the grand jury, and apparently they've only seen six. Right? Well, um, you know, I don't think this is going to stop them for, from pursuing charges. The, you know, we we also had the letter where Stormy Daniels back in 2018 said that she didn't have an affair with the with the with Trump, right? And people are saying, this kills the case. But the thing is, that's not new. Like, that was published in TMZ back in 2018. So, if that didn't uh, kill the case before, I don't think it's going to change anything now. And just because they withheld those emails from Bob Costello doesn't mean they're going to be forced to drop it either. Because, technically, that's not exactly illegal. Because we're not in, in the trial proceedings yet. So, basically, you know, the DA gets to decide what goes before the grand jury and what doesn't you know he's trying to craft this case and present evidence evidence to a grand jury to get them to vote to indict and charge donald trump right so he you know there's this old saying that you can indict a ham sandwich because you can obviously uh cherry pick and and craft evidence that looks a certain way to convince a grand jury to issue an indictment. But once, if they, if they do decide to pursue charges against Trump, then obviously he's entitled to discovery at that point and has the ability to cross-examine witnesses and bring all that evidence that the DA tried to withhold to the trial, right? So I don't think the fact that Bob Costello came in and said, you know, I, I, I brought all these emails for the grand jury and... You know, they only saw six of them. I don't think that's going to change anything. Um, If they were going to indict Donald Trump, I think that they're still going to Donald Trump. Now, of course, there's the chance that they never planned to do it in the first place. Um, But, you know, who knows? I I personally think if they were going to do it, they're still going to do it. And (laughs) there's someone else who actually happens to agree with me. And it's not who you you would expect. Okay, I saw this over the weekend, and I want to make sure we cover this because this is just a really, really crazy. Okay, disgraced ex-governor Andrew Cuomo blasts Alvin Bragg's probe of Trump. <clears throat> Former Governor Andrew Cuomo offered a stinging rebuke of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's looming indictment of former President Trump over alleged hush money payments to porn porn star Stormy Daniels, accusing the woke DA of weaponizing the office. He said, You have a cynical public. They don't believe anyone. And when you start to see these prosecutors bring political cases, it just affirms everybody's cynicism. It's a coincidence. That Bragg goes after Trump and Tish James goes after Trump and Georgia goes after Trump. That's all a coincidence. So obviously he's saying that these, uh, these grand juries are politically motivated. <clears throat> and he says it feeds the cynicism and that's the cancer in our body politic right now. Wow. Wow. I did not see this one coming. Okay? I mean, basically he's saying Bragg's... If you listen to the two minute clip, he said, you know, Bragg's has no case apart from a misdemeanor and crap like this only fuels the cynicism and mistrust of the American public. You know, I had to do a double take because I couldn't believe my freaking eyes. This dude, Andrew Cuomo, the rapist, you know, there was what, a dozen women who said that he groped them and practically raped them. You know, the same guy who put thousands of covid positive patients into nursing homes to drive up the death count. The former disgraced governor of New York is now being accused of trying to carry water for MAGA. That's what they're saying. They are attacking him for this. They are not happy. And, uh, you know, really, in reality, if you really listen to what he says, he's not defending Trump. He's basically sending a warning. You know, like, this is only going to backfire. If you guys keep doing this... Insanity is repeating the same mistake, expecting a different result. And you guys keep attacking him and going after him with these witch hunts, and it only backfires and makes him stronger. And that's what he's trying to say, but in turn they attack him (laughs) and say that, you know, he's carrying water for MAGA. No, he's actually just making sense. Somehow, the guy that (laughs) murdered a bunch of people and is a disgraced rapist who had to step down as New York's governor for being a rapist and a murderer, has more sense than 99% of all these people with Trump derangement system syndrome. Somehow, somehow he sees it, but they can't. But I guess as they say, a broken clock is right twice a day. But man, I just just wanted to pull this up and cover it real quick because I thought it was pretty crazy. Now, let's talk about this. So you guys know that the House Republicans have um, requested communications from District Attorney Bragg, and they want to know whether or not the federal government has um, been funding this. If they put them up to it, they want the communications. They want disclosure on the funding to uh, District Attorney Bragg's office, right? And Bragg's has come out. And rebuked the House Republicans and basically said he's not going to cooperate. Well, Representative James Comer says he doesn't have a choice on whether to testify before Congress. um, Because basically, this is not a local investigation. It's a federal investigation. Comer said he's investigating a presidential candidate. Not to mention former president of the United States for a federal investigation election crime that has no business being litigated in a local district attorney's office. And when he says he's not going to cooperate with Congress, unfortunately, Mr. Bragg, he doesn't have the luxury of determining whether or not he can comply with congressional requests because he crossed over two levels of government, from the local level to the federal level, to try to prosecute something that clearly, if there was a reason for prosecution, it should be done by the DOJ. Now, let's remember, federal prosecutors decided not to pursue this. Okay, that's why they keep calling it the zombie case. So, <laughs> the DOJ didn't prosecute it because it's dead on arrival. But this is pretty, this is this is going to be great. Um, the House Republicans are going to force him to come in and testify. And expose that, 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 that this is nothing but a freaking witch hunt. Now, I got one more story regarding this uh, DA investigation. But before we get into that, make sure to smash that like button. Okay, smash that like button. We got 212 people watching and only 26 likes. What the heck? Also, a reminder that as soon as we finish this live stream, we're going to be firing up another one over on Locals. It's the live Locals After Party, something we started last week, where every time we go live on Rumble, we immediately fire up another show. Over on locals. Now, the show's already set up, and you can go to nickmoseeder.locals.com and you'll find it there. So, as soon as we finish here, we're going to fire up another show over there, and it is completely free to everybody to watch. You don't have to be a paid supporter, but it's a casual conversation where I'm responding to comments. And in order to comment on locals, you do have to be a $5 supporter. So, you can watch for free, but if you want to join the discussion, then, um, you can sign up there, and that really, really helps us over here at the Nickmo Cedar channel. Uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Now, check this out. So you guys heard last week that there was alleged bomb threats uh, to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. You also heard about the white powder that was supposedly sent to Alvin Braggs, right? Well, get this. Now they're saying... The FBI and the NYPD (laughs) is saying that they discovered that Russia is behind the bomb threats and possibly the uh, white powder. You cannot make this up. As their little witch hunt is imploding, now they're really grasping at straws here, trying to suggest (laughs) that Trump, I guess, colluded with Russia to send in bomb threats to the Manhattan District Attorney. This is crazy, man. So they say Russian email addresses were reportedly behind a series of fake bomb threats sent to the Manhattan District Attorney last week in an apparent attempt to stop the hush money probe into Donald Trump. In a shocking development shortly after it was revealed that Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg and numerous Manhattan court buildings received bomb threats last week, the FBI confirmed the threats were traced back to a series of Russian email accounts. The threats, which are now being investigated by the NYPD and FBI, and of course we can trust them, were reportedly emailed to local governments, officials of the Manhattan Community Board on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Even more shocking are reports that the hoax bomb threats listed numerous government buildings and public schools as the intended targets of alleged pipe bomb attacks. The FBI told me that they appear to be coming from Russia, Susan Stetzer, the, the district manager of Manhattan Community Board 3, told Law 360 on Friday. So, yeah, freaking Russia. Russia is sending in bomb threats to the Manhattan district attorney's office. And, of course, um, they're sending white powder to Alvin Bragg. I don't believe this for a freaking second. We're talking about this. This is according to the FBI who staged a kidnapping of Governor Whitmer, who had over a dozen, I mean, that we know of FBI informants infiltrating um, various groups, including the Proud Boys and staged an insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th. They're now telling us that Russia... Russia created a bomb threat of the Manhattan DA's office. A spokesperson for DA Bragg's office said the threat was immediately contained and that the NYPD Emergency Service Unit and the NYC Department of Environmental Protection determined there was no dangerous substance. Okay, so I just wanted to pull that one up too. Now, let's move on to this uh, massive chemical spill that happened in Philadelphia. I heard about this yesterday. So, Bucks County health officials said Sunday that a leak late Friday evening at the Trincio at Luglis Chemical Facility in Bristol Township spilled between eight and 12,000 gallons of a water-based latex finishing solution into the river. Officials said it is non-toxic to humans... And no known adverse health effects have been reported in the county that we know of. Mike Carroll, Deputy Managing Director for Philadelphia's Office of Transportation Infrastructure and Sustainability, said there had been no sign of contaminants in city water,
3: but officials cannot.
2: Now. Order now
4: Be 100% certain traces won't show up Sunday afternoon. He called health risks from the material very low if present at all, but said officials wanted people to be aware so they could consider using bottled water to drink or cook with no with, with to further minimize any risk. The city water department said in an update Sunday evening, the water will remain safe to drink and use at least through Monday based on the time it takes water to move through treatment and water mains before reaching customers. Now, uh, personally, I wouldn't trust that whatsoever. Uh, basically yesterday, what happened was they, they sent out a blast text to everybody in the area all at the same time, suggesting that they better not drink the tap water and that they better drink bottled water and it caused mass hysteria there was like 1.5 million people all trying to get their hands on bottled water all at the same time and then they come out and say that the water will remain safe to drink and use at least through monday based on the time it takes to move through treatment and water mains before reaching uh, customers this is this is this is crazy like if you trust that, you'd have to be an idiot. We saw what happened in East Palestine, the way that they tried to, put, uh, to downplay the potential harm that could be caused. They basically allowed the rail company itself, the responsible party, to send out their own private contractor around to test the air and water supply and tell everybody that everything's fine, you know, and you can drink the water and breathe the air, no problem. They were coordinating with government officials and the news media to put out information to the public about, you know, the situation. And it all it, it all turned out to be completely false. So I wouldn't trust this one bit. But then again, uh, we are talking about Philadelphia here, which is a Democrat stronghold. So I guess I wouldn't be too worried because I'm pretty sure Pete Buttigieg judge is going to be out there the next day. You know, I'm pretty sure this whole thing's going to be cleared up overnight because we got to protect the Democrat voters. Meanwhile, those Trump supporters out in Ohio, they're they're developing cancer and growing third arms out of the sides of their necks, but who gives a shit, right? Because they're white. And they voted for Trump, which is that's two strikes. You're white and you voted for Trump, screw you. We'll we'll burn up carcinogens in a giant mushroom cloud and tell you that your water's safe. And uh, we won't show up for weeks on end. Now, I just wanted to cover this story because at a certain point, you have to ask yourselves whether or not this is all being done intentionally. Initially, I was skeptical. We, we saw the train derailment in, in East Palestine. And then day after day, there was all these reports of more train derailments and chemical spills. And I, I said to myself, okay, either one of two things is happening here. Either there's a massive uptick in these types of events, or we're just starting to notice it, and this type of thing happens all the time, okay? And so at first I was skeptical, thinking that perhaps this is just people starting to pay attention to an issue that's been ongoing for a long time. But at a certain point, you know, when you have food suppliers going up in flames, chicken farms going up in flames um continued supply chain disruptions lasting years baby formula shortages and massive water contaminations affecting millions of people happening all in a matter of weeks i start to think that maybe something's happening here so i would uh you know i would say look what happened in in philadelphia you don't want to be You don't want to wait until something like this happens where all of a sudden one and a half million people are all rushing out to the grocery stores to get their hands on bottled water all at the same time. You know, you don't you don't want to be in that situation. You want to prepare before something like that happens. And uh, judging by the looks of things, I wouldn't be surprised to see more stuff like this happen. And of course, of course, that's 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 a segue into why you should go. To com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food supply, which supplies over 2,000 calories per day. It has a 25-year shelf life. It's made in the USA, and it ships fast with free shipping included. Okay, so don't wait for the emergency to happen. Go to com and get your three-month emergency food supply today. That's com Again, that's prepare with nickmoser.com. Link is in the description. Now, let's get to the last story here. And again, once we finish this, we're going to uh, fire up another live stream over on Locals. But I want to talk about this cuz I think it's well, it's kind of important. And I saw this over the weekend. So, <sighs> virtually every media outlet, both on the left and the right, you know, this we got MSNBC, CNN, and the Gateway Pundit, all these media outlets are now suggesting that due to DeSantis' horrible polling numbers, because as we've seen recent polls, showing Donald Trump leading the Republican Party by a whopping margin at this point. Some polls show him at, you know, 61% of likely Republican voters support Donald Trump, where DeSantis is, is continually trailing down in the polls week after week after week. Some polls show him as low as, you know, in the low 20%. Um... You know, with, with Desantis's horrible polling numbers, obviously related to the offhanded remarks he made recently about the potential Trump indictment, they're saying that these big-time GOP establishment donors and prominent Republicans are considering backing off of DeSantis completely uh, for 2024. And basically saying that, you know, this guy's not ready to take on Trump. And if he does, then he's going to get too scarred up and he might as well just step aside and wait until it's his time in 2028. So, a lot of people are reading these headlines and think that Desantis's campaign is dead before it even starts. And, you know, that these GOP donors uh, are, are pumping the brakes on his campaign funding. And then, you know, now he's just going to back down. He sees the writing on the wall. They all see the writing on the wall. And so now he's going to step aside. But, you know, I read these articles... And I happen to interpret them completely differently, okay? Because if you take a closer look, what they're actually saying is that it's time for DeSantis to go on the offense and take Trump head on. Like, it's time for him to come out of the closet and stop pretending that he's not going to run and stop playing passive with Trump because right now he's crushing you. So this strategy is not working. So look, um, here's the story. A number of the Florida governor's donors and allies are worried his recent stumbles suggest he may not be ready for a brutal fight against Donald Trump. Some feel DeSantis needs to accelerate his timeline to run for the GOP presidential nomination and begin directly confronting Trump if he's to have any chance of thwarting the former president's momentum. So right there, they tell you in the first paragraph, some feel DeSantis needs to accelerate his timeline not back down. Okay? And, by the way, this is all coming from, like, hearsay sources. This, this, th- There was a Sunday luncheon following the annual Red Cross ball in Palm Beach, Florida, where a group of 16 prominent Republicans, and, of course, we don't know who any of them are, Um, they all had this discussion, and somebody, I guess, went to the media about it. <clears throat> and so you have hearsay information from a luncheon in Palm Beach, Florida. And that's it. That's what all these media pundits are basing this off of, right? but so so I don't I, I take this with a grain of salt and I don't necessarily trust it. But even if this was true, again, if you read the article, what they're actually saying is it's time for DeSantis to go on offense and take Trump head- on. They wanted to accelerate his campaign, because obviously this whole tactic of staying silent while Trump is throwing haymakers and accusations isn't working. You know, Trump's out here every single day bashing this dude. He's, he's talking about him at his rallies. He's saying this dude's a globalist. He's uh, backed by Paul Ryan and Jeb Bush, and he's a shitty governor, and he's a groomer, and also he might be a little gay. You know, Trump is throwing haymakers at this dude. And meanwhile, DeSantis is trying to take on this, you know, this strategy of ignoring all of it and being like, oh, well, I just think that's all just noise. You know, I'm not going to respond to Trump because I'm too focused on the people of Florida. Well, clearly that's not working out there, Ronnie boy. You know, and clearly nobody's buying this whole thing about how you're focused on the people of Florida when you're out running a shadow campaign and rubbing elbows with Karl Rove and Jeb Bush. Okay, nobody's buying it. Obviously, you're planning to run. Or else you would just come out and say, "I'm not running." Not go do interviews with Piers Morgan on Fox Nation bashing Trump and saying, "I think I can defeat Biden." You're running, dude. Everybody knows it. But see, DeSantis is in a little pickle here because his plan his plan was to wait until the end of the legislative session in Florida Because if he announces now, then he would have to step down as governor in the middle of a legislative session. And not only would this screw up the legislative session, but it would also piss off a bunch of people who helped elect him as governor of Florida. Not to run a presidential campaign. I mean, you can imagine his constituents wouldn't be too happy if they spent all this time. People, you know, spent money on his campaign. People were out there rallying for the dude to become uh to get reelected in Florida as governor and then he turns around a few months later and announces that he's running for president that would piss off a lot of people so he wants to wait he wants to wait a few more months but the problem is trump is jabbing this dude at every turn and has already exposed that he plans to run now this has obviously screwed up the deep state's timeline So what I think that they're realizing here, and they're coming out and telling you, is that Trump is forcing them to change up their strategy. They don't want him to back down. Remember, remember, this whole thing about, you know, the deep state um, propping up DeSantis and getting him to run against Donald Trump, the whole point is to divide MAGA and destroy Donald Trump. Right, So this whole thing about how they're starting to realize that DeSantis is biting off more than he can chew and he's going to damage his political career, none of that matters to these people. We're talking about people that will stop at nothing to destroy MAGA and Donald Trump. Do you really believe that the, the deep state, the people that would kill a thousand babies if it meant knocking Trump out of the race, they're just going to back down? and roll out the red carpet for Trump in 2024? Hell no. Of course not. You know, the, look, they don't have anybody else besides DeSantis. Nobody else stands a chance. Who, who's it going to be? Uh, what's his name? Chris Christie? Fat, fat bastard Chris Christie? Who's it going to be? Mike Pence? Mike Pompeo? Nikki Haley? No, there's nobody that even stands a chance. Nobody's even close. So DeSantis is their only shot. And remember, the whole reason they're putting him up, they're propping him up, and getting him to run against Trump is to destroy MAGA and Donald Trump. They don't care about Desantis's political future. Like, they, they don't care about Desantis's viability in 2028. They're not worried about DeSantis getting scarred up and then not standing a chance in the next election because by that point... Trump will be gone. Either Trump gets elected in 2024, and then he's already served his two terms, and he can't run in 2028, so they don't care, or Trump will be in his mid-80s. And again, they don't care. So this is their only shot. So, even if DeSantis takes on Trump and gets destroyed in the process, by 2028, you know, they're just going to shift... To some other GOP establishment pawn. They don't care about DeSantis's viability. They don't care about his political future. This is about taking out Donald Trump in 2024. They're not backing off. Trust me. If anything, this whole report is probably an attempt to take some heat off of DeSantis so that they can buy some more time. Because, I mean, still, DeSantis really can't announce that he's running yet. So I think that they want to create this perception that he's backing down when in in reality he's not. You know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I I am like 100% sure that DeSantis is going to run in 2024. And if I'm wrong, I will completely eat my words on that and I will come before you and I will say I was wrong, but every single indicator tells me that he is. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, I got a couple more stories that I want to cover. But we're going to do those over on Locals, and we're going to fire up the other stream in a couple minutes here. So we're going to shut this down. Head on over to nickmosedar.locals.com and join the after party. Again, you don't have to be a paid supporter. It's free to watch for everybody. So it, um, you know, if you're not a member over on Locals, if you're not following us over there, just go to nickmosedar.locals.com, or you can click that red join button over on Rumble, and it'll take you there. So, um, I want to thank you all for watching. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you next time.